Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Cool fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey everyone, and welcome to another exciting edition of Cultaholics 9 Pictures videos. It's only been a week, but for whatever reason, WWE decided to have the next network special just one week after SummerSlam. Uh, it's payback, and I couldn't be more excited. How are you too? Ross, how are you? I am absolutely fantastic. I can't wait to see some payback on Sunday. Matthew, can you wait to see some payback on Sunday? I absolutely cannot wait for payback because, like everybody else, I'm on the ball with wrestling. I work for Cultaholic, most prestigious wrestling video company on YouTube. Of course I knew payback was this Sunday. Why wouldn't <laughs> you know this? Why would you think it would be a silly thing to have a show the week after SummerSlam? Don't it's the silly. tagline for payback, isn't it? You'll never see it coming. It's for payback this Sunday, isn't it? Uh, no. Oh, so what we're, gonna, there. what we're going to do is... Because we've got four whole matches to talk about, so we're going to have some. We're going to have nine pitches. I'm assuming there's going to be quite a few more announced on SmackDown by the time we get to Payback on Sunday. But um, we're going to. If you've never seen a pitches video before, we're going to go around in a circle. It'll start off with Ross, then Matthew, then myself, uh, and we'll go around three times. And in the end, we'll have nine pitches. But and I forgot to do this catchphrase last time. Remember? No, no. We need we need to address this. Oh, Richard okay. Tubman was given clear direction as to what to do with that in unison catchphrase last week, and he didn't bloody what do it. What you know how you asked you asked him to put what well, we, we forgot to do it last week, didn't we? So you like asked a, him to like put a it cold open. Yeah, you asked you put asked to put it at the start of the video. He didn't do it. I hope he's listening right now because that's sort of unprofessionalism. It's easy for me to say. <laughs> <laughs> unprofessionalism. It'll get him fired, it will. It will. Right. Uh, now, uh, I can't remember where I was now after that. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, um, Just say where, the catchphrase. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So remember, it's not what we think will happen. It's what, it's what we, we want, want to happen. happen. Can't wait. Uh, Ross, do you want to kick us off? Ah, uh, why? Yeah, if I have to, yeah. Uh, I could easily just sit here and say, give Keith Lee some better music and give him his old attire, but I think that's that's just an easy way out for this pitches video. So I'm going. Uh, I could even do that Alexa Bliss pitch I did for the SummerSlam video, but that would be lazy on my behalf as a content creator here on YouTube. I don't know why I said it like that, but I'm going straight for the Universal Triple Threat. Uh, between Roman Reigns, who's come back with a, a head that was very different from before. The teeth, the beard, everything about him is absolutely fantastic. Uh, there's Braun Strowman and there's Bray Wyatt. We get to the closing stage of the match and guess who rocks up, everybody? Have a guess. Who rocks up towards the end of this Universal Championship match? Uh, can I have a guess? Go on, then. Alexa Bliss? No, no. Okay. Matthew? Not Ma I don't think Matthew's going to rock up. I'm asking Matthew what his, <laughs> what his pitch is. Um, given that Roman's improvements, uh, Britt Baker? That's a clever one, but no, it's not oh. Britt Baker. 
It's Bloody Retribution, everybody's favourite stable in WWE history. Retribution surround the ring. This is at a stage in the match where all three lads, all three lads, all three lads in the match are sort of down and they see Retribution and they think, ah, bugger, we're on for a fight here. So they're all sort of getting up like Ric Flair is just before the super kick at WrestleMania 24. They're ready for a fight. But then the camera goes to Roman Reigns' face because obviously it will. It's what we love to do in WWE is film that beautiful head of Roman Reigns and he starts laughing and Michael Cole on commentary is like why the bloody hell's this man laughing obviously saying that a lot more excited than I just did there and then Retribution start to undress very saucily and they reveal t-shirts that read wreck everyone and leave that's why Roman Reigns is laughing everybody Retribution then dismantle the fiend they dismantle Braun Strowman and then Strowman obviously I don't know, takes a spear or something like that. Eats the pinfall. Roman Reigns is now your universal champion. Roman Reigns, more crucially, is now a dirty, bloody heel. And yeah, we leave payback as Roman Reigns is your heel universal champion. Mainly because I am absolutely terrified at how The Fiend might lose the title for a second time. It was disastrous the first time. It might be disastrous again. And it's that fear that's sort of behind this pitch. But the pitch doesn't end there because Roman Reigns, heel, surrounded by his retribution pals, is uh, he's doing all sorts of heelish things. And he says, pals, we never find out who retribution are. Lads and lasses, you've done your job. I never lost this universal title. I have got my retribution. Your job is done here. Go away. We never find out who retribution are because out of those rumours that yeah, be in retribution, I don't think any of those people fit the sort of retribution mold and what that might be. So rather than putting square pegs and round holes, I'd rather just see that go to one side and never to be talked about again. But then, who has been oh. fe- well, who has been leading the charge on Smackety Down against Retribution? Biggie it's Langston. Only bloody Biggie. So down he comes and he's like, Roman, <clears throat> I thought you were better than this, you wanker. I'm going to challenge you for this title. And that's where we set off through autumn. Heal Roman Reigns. Face Big E fighting on behalf of WWE and the watching WWE Universe. And there you go, there's my pitch. Well, that was a that was a well thought out pitch. Have you only thought of these because I only thought of these today? I was meant to do a tier video with Adam this morning, but I took so long thinking about these pitches I couldn't shoot it, so it took me a while to come up with that, so it did. Ha <laughs> uh, ha! Bloody it's a, it WWE. Was, it was worth it. It was a good one. Uh, I'm going to say yes. It's a big yes from me. I really like it. It steps on the toes of my first pitch, which we'll get to soon. That's, that's fine. All right. We yeah. can all want the same thing. This is what these oh, videos God. are all about. Uh, I, obviously, from if we're looking at it, you know, in a boring business way, it's probably a bad decision to have heel Roman when he's such a merch shifter and the it kids is. love him. But yeah. I don't care about that. I, it's what I want to happen. And yeah, and I, that's what I want to happen. Heel Roman Reigns. So it's a yes from me. There you go. Matthew. Thank you. I'm half in because I like the idea of Reigns versus Big E and Big E getting a big push against this one bad guy. But bad guy Roman, I need my retribution from having to to vacate my title because of that life-threatening thing I had happen to me and then never wanting to appear on... I've got that wrong, haven't I? No, sorry. That's not what happened. That was a few years ago. Yeah, but he he vacated it, though. He did do that. Vacated because... Yes, that's right. I think I got the two things mixed up. I apologise. Yeah, him... Roman, I'll, I'll, accept, I'll accept Roman Reigns as a heel right now is really far-fetched because you can't 
like not like the guy, can you? After everything he's done, everything he's been through, the sort of natural transition to this Roman Reigns being a godly figure. I'm on board with it. I love Roman Reigns. It was great to see him back. But I want to see Roman Reigns heal, and I don't want to go through, you know, John Cena, which every single year it's like, oh, he's going to turn heel now, is he? Let's do it now. Why the hell not? See, justified heels are better than just, I'm Roman Reigns, the baddie. And he's not really... There's nothing for him to warrant having a retribution stable tearing apart WWE mm. uh, A4 paper by A4 paper. We've seen the horrible stuff retribution have been doing. <laughs> it does like, I had to vacate my title because of something completely unrelated to WWE. Now I will have my revenge. It's like, what? Wait, what? No, one, no one's to blame for this. So it's like Roman Reigns has turned crazy uh, during COVID and lockdown. I thought they gave, him a, new bra- they gave him a I new thought- brain along with new teeth. <laughs> I thought of something to come back at you. He is angry at Vince McMahon making these lads and lasses come back to work. That's his retribution. Oh, okay. All right. No, I don't, no, know. No, I don't, like, that. I don't like that. No, I don't, <laughs> like, I don't like that. I don't like that step. Because why does that and make that's him why a That's why I interrupt Jack, and that's <clears throat> why retribution all come out with masks, <laughs> things on why... the safe. But why Why does that make him a heel? He's doing a nice... Although, to be fair, in WWE's world, that probably is a heelish thing to do. Yeah, yeah. fair enough. I'm not yeah. advocating for an authority figure against Roman Reigns' storyline again. I'm not advocating that for one second. Yeah. I'm just making this up on the fly. As I said, at this, well, this pitches video is a hard one to come up with, isn't it, this time, lads? Let's let's be honest. Mm. If there's going to be a pitches video to skip, dear viewer, it's probably this one. No, that's not. The six minutes into it, they're not going to turn away now. But, Ross, you have turned a half yay into a full yay with that we've gone from the red cap milk to the blue milk <laughs> with that beautiful turnaround yes Roman Reigns come out and going no one should be here. he can have the title belt round his mouth as he's doing this just to make sure like no <laughs> no one should be no one should be on here you know and all this I'm having my retribution against these poor individuals who will never be named or shown even though one of them's clearly Dijakovic and, and all this <laughs> and stuff and then having Big E have that one big thing and also more importantly Moving away from Braun versus The Fiend is the main thing. Oh, yes, yeah. Ross. Uh, payback is not a big show, but you have delivered as if it was one. Well done. Thank you. Clutching at so many straws. Matthew, have you got any <laughs> have you got any straws to clutch as well? I have, but they are tiny, tiny straws. Like okay. they would show in Lord of the Rings to demonstrate how big Gandalf was to <laughs> the, the Shire. Because as Ross beautifully said, well, my pitch could be something lazy like Keith Lee sucks now. Why can't I go back to NXT? And Ross can do that because he's professional. My pitch is uh, Keith Lee goes back to being how he is in NXT. Uh, <laughs> WWE plump up the money to CF zero dollar sign. I think I'll get the name right. Uh, you know, they can claim that it's good business and they're saving money. I think we did just see a thing where they had way higher than expected profits. They can probably, you know, a couple of the money if they want to. Uh, Keith Lee comes out wearing his normal gear. Gets with his giant shorts. And I Randy Orton so hard that the shockwave caused by the destruction of Randy Orton ends up being the canon reason for Cross's injury on NXT. That's how hard he slams Randy Orton down. <laughs> it, and then Keith Lee just goes, time, and goes, Raw never happened, and then leaves. <laughs> and that is the pitch. How yeah, anticlimactic I mean. it is after Ross. You should never follow Ross. <laughs> Once again, it's a big yes from me because... I know I feel bad for Keith Lee because he's been trying to calm people down on social media, hasn't he? He's been saying like, "Don't worry, like it's all fine for now." But every time they call up somebody, and I think they can't miss with this guy, like Ricochet or Alistair Black. I think they can't miss with this guy. 
And they do every time now. And I thought, well, Keith Lee's my last hope. They can't miss with Keith Lee. And then the first episode, he rocks up. And yeah, like, what was different? You had a, you had a vest on, even though part of his whole appeal is how massive he is. And, uh, and a skirt and the generic music. And yeah, I don't know. Was it you, Matthew, who posted the Uncle Phil thing? Yes. Yeah, that was oh, good. That was a good... This may be the most beautiful seen that, song I ever recorded. <laughs> Here come the oboes. Wicked, 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 wicked. Love that bit. Oh, and then he throws put put DJ Jazzy Jeff out the house. Uh. He didn't do anything. Um, yeah, I don't know. <clears throat> it's a it's a pretty easy yes for me, just because I'm so frustrated with it, and I wish that I wish they'd just let people be how they were on NXT, on the main roster. I don't know, or on the Raw and SmackDown. I don't know why it's so hard. But what do you think, Ross? Yeah, I'm fully on board. I can sort of, now we know the reason for the theme change, I can sort of accept it. But then again, you're asking yourself, did this come out of the blue on Monday morning? Did they not have more time to make them a better theme with a new guy? What's it called? Deaf somebody that got employed now to make the, the music for the superstars? Can't remember yeah, what it is. it's always good when the music guy has the word deaf <laughs> in their thing. You know? um, but the, the, yeah, the attire change just baffles belief. If it is just like Vince McMahon going, oh, Keith, you're a bit too big, Bonnie lad. I thought we left that behind in like 2008. It's just a beggar's belief, doesn't it? it it's, that's Keith Lee's appeal, the fact that he is that big and he can do all the things he can do. It, may, it makes him stand out, it makes him amazing. So the Keith Lee going back to NXT, Keith Lee is what we need to see. And uh, yes, Matthew, I agree with your pitch. As, as, uh, as one of our staff said, as Lewis said, one of our writers, uh, he doesn't like his wrestlers to look like underwear models. He likes a bit of beef and he likes a bit of meat on them because he's a big fan of like NWA in the 80s and that. So he sees these... Sorry. Go on, go on. The, go the on. butcher in AEW. There's your, right. there's, your, there's your wrestler for you. Bit of a gut on him. Oh, he's losing it now. He's losing a lot of weight, to be fair, to the butcher. Bit of a gut. You know, looks like a man. Looks hard as, you know. The butcher Look, looks like... You, you need your butcher looking big. Yeah. You need a butcher who looks like he eats the meat that he sells to you. Just saying. <laughs> uh, it's a resounding two yeses for Matthew there. Well done. We're, we're already on two. I'm worried I'm going to ruin it with mine, but I'll try my best. Mine also concerns um, the main event. I'm assuming it's going to be the main event. The Universal title match, Roman and Fiend and uh, Strowman. And I, basically what I said when Ross was saying, guess who comes down is my pitch. So I think that Alexa Bliss should come down and get involved towards the end of the match. And it looks like she's going to forgive Strowman and help him. But she turns on him because he was horrible to her and she, she does help the Fiend. Which I think was meant to happen because Alexa was on Twitter recently complaining about not being, or not complaining, but agreeing with people who were like, where was Bliss last night? And she was like, yeah, good question. Or someone was like, are you injured? And she was like, no, nope, no injury here. I think what's happened there is Roman's return was a last minute thing. And they've like just had to scrap her bit of the show or her turn or whatever it was going to be. So I think now is the time. Look at that mug, Jack. Uh-huh. Boo! Boo you, Matthew. <laughs> it's one of those ironic buys, but when I get some proper trainers and then they were like, wait, you're still selling these? These giant mugs. <laughs> oh, Look, it, gets, no. it gets bigger the more you drink from it. Look at it. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Jack. That, you know, you're, you're, sorry, Bliss, yeah. yes. Bliss, Bliss turns on Strowman and sides with Fiend and then we get presumably a few between the Fiend and Roman. But it's like, imagine the, the, just the vicious barbs that will be thrown at Roman Reigns by Alexa Bliss because she's one of the best promos in WWE and I think if she was evil it would be fantastic and she's got the fiend backing her up and maybe she could win the women's belt again oh 
that's what I want. I want the Fiend and Bliss partnership to be an idea again. Back on. Thoughts? Hmm. I think it would spruce up the Fiend because right now I think his stock has never been lower. His matches have never been worse. Uh, as someone who was a huge fan of him a, a year ago and defended him against people go, no, 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 he's not just a silly undead dude who has crap brawling matches like a, a little version of Psycho Clown. Um, no, no, he's great. You understand the, the, the dynamics between the Five Life Hunhouse. It's amazing. Uh, COVID has killed this dude. Not literally, obviously, because he's got a mask on. But it, just the idea that the dynamics, the emphasis on cinematic matches, it's like a lot of the appeal is gone. Having Alexa mm. Bliss, that thing there, along with Nikki showing up and she's like, oh, well, I'm not really evil, but... Mm. Alexa's doing it, so I'll join in. That's good. But I think the craziest thing I like of that, that aspect yeah, as well. That's good. And the craziest thing of what you just said, Jack, is the idea that there could be more than one storyline or feud with with the women's titles. <laughs> oh yeah, sorry, I forgot. I that's forgot. insane. <laughs> we've said some we've said some ridiculous things in this series, but I think I might have taken it a step too far with that one. Sorry, I, I might did need to forget. cut that out. <laughs> so I'm going to go with yes. Uh, you're fixing it. You're fixing the unfixable. So well done. Almost said you fix it like Jim, but I'd stop myself. No. You fix it like oh, someone. No. Bloody hell, oh, here no, we go. I'm... No. <laughs> no. Fixing it like fixing it like Bob the Builder. There we go. That's oh, what's he done lately? <laughs> what has he done lately? Where has he been since about the year two thousand? I rang That's him about this conversion <laughs> ten ten years ago. Ross, what do you think? Yes, I'm fully on board. I was pitching for the SummerSlam video to see the debut of a Twisted Bliss character because it's like a, it's a play on her finishing move name and then she's twisted because she's with Bray. I think it's a dynamic that would work, so yeah, I'm fully on board. Yes, it's three yeses in the opening round for all of us. Hooray! I can't hide my sheer enthusiasm for payback, I know. Um, Ross, it's time for your second pitch, please. I'm going to Keith versus Randy, and this is early in the night before the match is even being thought about. Right at the start of the show, we have Keith Lee with a backstage interview where he's calling Randy Orton a son of a bitch. Because Whoa. of course he does, because that's what all the WWE people do. They call people sons of bitches. Bitch, you bitch. Bitch. He's saying to Randy Orton, you bit I'm going to stop that now. You kicked my pal in the head. You kicked him in the head three long times. And you've gone and you've done it now. You've gone and made a big mistake. And I oh, just can't, big evil. I just can't allow for you to think you can just walk away. So I want our match, Randall Keith. Randall Keith, I want it to be a no disqualification. Falls count anywhere. All the bells and whistles. I'm going to make you pay you. Bitch, I'm going to get payback for my pal Drew. He was not here because you kicked him in the head three times. And obviously Randy Orton accepts because Randy Wait, Orton... Wait, that was a great promo. Sorry, that was Thank fantastic. Was it's really a WWE 101. You just say bitch lots of times, don't you? Anyway, Randy Orton accepts because he's a massive bastard. Of course he does. Keith Lee comes out wearing his new thing, his, his, uh, his entrance jacket, his little you know, waterproof thing he wears underneath like a scuba diver, his little netball shorts, he comes out like that, he comes out with a crappy theme, we're going, ah, no, man, they haven't changed a thing, even though we've been typing on the internet and saying in these videos, change the thing, WWE, and basically, 
Keith Lee has lost the plot. He's seen everything. All the fallout online, his little tweets earlier this week going, oh, calm down, everybody. I've got it under control. That's the tip of the iceberg. I don't want to say it's broken Keith Lee, but he's absolutely snapped. He obliterates Randy Orton in this no-DQ match on behalf of Daddy Drew McIntyre. Shades of John Cena versus Brock Lesnar 2014. Shades of Brody Lee versus Cody from last weekend. That, that, that devastating from Keith Lee. And then... After the bell, Keith Lee won't stop. All the officials come out to do the typical, what are you doing, man? Stop it, stop it. That big, bald fella, Adam Pierce, he's at the front of it doing some fantastic acting like he always does. Uh, we get backstage and there's a confrontation happening. Vince McMahon, the promoter of WWE, cannot believe what he's seen from Keith Lee. And Keith Lee just goes up to Vince McMahon and he says, Vince, you're not going to make a mess of me like you've made a mess of my pals from NXT, you bitch. <laughs> and then, <laughs> and as he's saying that, he's taken off the silver entrance jacket. He's taken off the scuba diving thing. He's taken off the net ball shorts. The net ball shorts. He's taken it all off right in front of Vince McMahon, revealing his old NXT oh, attire. Oh. No, he's not getting naked. And he's saying, this is who I am, Vince McMahon. This is me. And that is one hell of a babyface promo. And that rectifies the bollocks we saw on Monday Night Raw. I know I said at the start of the video, I could just say, let's get Keith Lee back to looking like he did. But I wanted to just, you know, put a story in front of it. A devastating performance from Keith Lee. Because that's another thing that a lot of people sort of didn't make a big hoo-ha out of on Raw is the fact that during that match against Randy Orton, he was sort of shunted to one side because of the Randy Orton versus Drew thing, which I didn't like as well. You know, first night on the job, he shunted to one side to make room for somebody else's stuff. I want to see him being made of a big deal. And that sort of performance, I think Randy will be on board. I think he will, maybe, hopefully. I hope he is anyway for the sake of this pitch. Yeah, he so do, we've rectified... Well, yeah, he Keith's going to do it whether he wants to be or not. Yeah. Like oh, no, British I meant, I just, I just meant because it's not what we think will happen. It's what we want to happen. Oh, yes, of course. I'm trying yeah. to put some sort of uh, semblance of thought into this. Anyway, yeah, so Keith Lee said that to Vince McMahon. He's just stripped himself down. Boom, there you go. Vince McMahon, take that, you bitch. And then we're off to the races with Keith Lee, sort of forgetting everything that happened on Monday Night Raw. It's like Matthew's one on steroids, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I, I was thinking that when Matthew was speaking. Yeah. I was like, ah, so, bog. I should have done that one first. <laughs> it's, a, it's a yes. It's a yes from me then because I gave a yes to Matthew's. How can I not give a yes to to the the angry version of it? So I'm going to do that. I just uh, think we, we can we can make a positive out of the the very negative on Monday Night Raw. So let's do that. Fair enough, Matthew. Well, I feel like Jim the Anvil Neidhart trying to follow Bret Hart <laughs> after Ross, but that's just because No, you've got to give it a yes or a no. I'm, I'm leading up to that, you guess. Sorry, um, I thought you were doing your pitch straight away. Oh, no, no, no. Uh, oh. Just saying, yes, uh, fantastic idea. And well done for taking the higher road and not going with your bitch, bitch, bitch and not going ending it with the payback is a bitch line. That was right oh, there. Oh, that's so good. How have I missed that? <laughs> because you do not go for the easy pickings. You are the lad who goes for the hardest bramble to pick. That's why you're so good. The tightest bramble. Can you oh, mention him, him these days? Oh, oh not tightest bramble. Oh. Uh, the only, it's a yes, obviously, because it's way better than mine, is it's all great. What a great way to get people invested in Keith Lee whilst also high-fiving the NXT fans. But the idea that Vincent Mann would let this happen, would let someone yell at him, without Vince McMahon needing to get his revenge in the Vince McMahon versus Keith Lee match to happen at the Thunderdome next week. Stop it, Matthew. That's, 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 that's brilliant. 
Keith Lee versus Vince yeah. McMahon in yeah, 2020. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no. Way yeah. I. Way I, as we're saying, Newcastle. I can't, I've nothing to add to that, but I'll just give it a thumbs up and say I've never heard you sound more Geordie in any other video you've done, <laughs> by the way. It's a thing that's happened since lockdown. I just keep doing more and more Geordie every video and alienating 99% of the world that watches us. Baffling. Good. I'm well, stupid. I think that certain parts of our audience will be used to it a bit because Matthew says things like take our and stuff like that. So. Water. Water. I say that out of spite as well because my parents tell me off for saying it. Because they're from County Durham, don't you know? We, so, we say so water over here. Aren't you? Yeah, but so I've lived in Newcastle for 10 years. And oh, go, right. Why right, do you right. say these things? Why do you say our instead of over? I'm like, ma'am, mm. they don't talk the Queen's English at 3 a.m. on Queen Street, all right? It's, it, that's just how it is. Outside a rise, people are going, excuse me, do you have a tab? <laughs> anyway, I digress. Oh, it's my pick, isn't it? Sorry. Yeah, it's yours, yeah. yours, yeah, yours. Yeah, it's That's why I was right. I thought you were going to interrupt me. Well, because payback comes a week after SummerSlam and there's not really much happening. Someone actually sent one on Twitter. Uh, this comes courtesy of MFC. Is it? Wait, no, MFC. Well, I don't know what it's supposed to sound for. I thought it was Man City. I don't know what the F is. Oh, Man Manchester Football Club. City? Middlesbrough Football Club. No, I thought it was Man. Oh. Oh, well, now you're a Man City fan, pal. Underscore 2902 on Twitter, who had this payback pitch, and I thought I'd bring it in and see what you guys thought. Uh, and it'd be funny if a guy with a Twitter account just started sending one the way better than anything I could come up with. Payback pitch. Retribution come out for the main event and a spider-like formation to attack the Fiend. And it's revealed they are Eric Rowan's spiders, all <laughs> grown up with eight members, in brackets, legs, and one leader, body. Rowan is the leader and challenges Fiend to an Eric Rowan's cage match. <laughs> hashtag WWE, hashtag payback. And there was a tweet underneath that said, feel free to steal this. So I did. <laughs> now, <clears throat> Does now, Spider's legs have names, by the way? I don't That's think they've got... No. I'll, I'll Google this while you uh, answer What, like this. scientific names? Like the anterior... Whatever. No, like Jim. Oh, right. Harry. Um... I don't know what to make it. It's all a bit, you know, um, what was it called? Not shooting stars. The other Vic Reeves and Bob Moore. Big night out. Big night in. Big night out. Big night out. out. <clears throat> the the you know action image exchange where they put Sean Connery mask on and just do theatrical dance troupe stuff. Yeah. And it's rubbish. It's a bit theatrical, isn't it? It's like be the spider. So it's a group of people making a, a spider, or it's spiders with Rowan in the middle. Are they people or spiders? I need to know this. Well, no, they're clearly people, Jack. Um, it's it's only a metaphor. Sorry. Okay. Well, I, I think so. Let me let me adopt this guy's uh, thing. No. Like he's my kid. Uh, it's it's a metaphor because the spiders have eight legs. So, so there's they're... eight members of retribution, and then Eric Rowan's going to reveal himself as the head and go spider, and all the guys are going to go spider, oh. <laughs> and then they're going to attack people. Is what this man is saying. Cool. It's, and so well, it's a good pitch because it's different, and also Eric Rowan wants retribution. Not only from WWE for giving them the sack during lockdown mania, but also because they killed his kid. Drew McIntyre killed that bairn, that baby spider, um, oh, on Raw. <laughs> Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. 
Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. And he's just, he's, he's so mad. He's had to get eight kids. Not really kids, but to come and hang out with him, to be back. Uh, uh, wait, the fiend? He had nothing to do with his kid dying. Well, this is falling apart at the seams, so I'll just go with that. This man is a great fan. He's probably a big fan of Cultaholic. He's probably watching this. Wait, who's he wrestling? Out. What? Who's he wrestling? Who's, who's Rowan wrestling? Uh, just the three lives the in the main event. Just the fiend. Yeah, That's that guy who's in his family. That's a retribution. Right. That was easy fix. It's a. It was going to be a, a solid no from me, but no, don't worry. When but he's you watching this, so you have to like it. So you don't disappoint you, him. Yeah, well, that, that as well. So thank you very much for the pitch. But also, and if there's another week where WWE spring a pay per view on us, feel free to send the pitches in and do our work for us because that would be fantastic. Yeah, um, yeah I, I would appreciate that. <laughs> but I feel as though uh, I feel as though the only saving grace that's maybe do like a Bison Trooper middle thumb is the. Uh, when you said that Eric Rowan wants retribution, I was like, he does, and he deserves that. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna give it a middle, a middle thumb. Now you are real Bison Troopers. That's my Zangief impression there. So anyway, uh, Ross. Yeah, I'm all on board just because I want to know what a, a spade, a spider cage match, something. What was it called? A spider cage? Eric Rowan's spider cage. Eric Rowan's cage match. And so the announcers have to say, "My God, this Sunday at Payback Two or whatever." Uh, Eric Rowan's cage match is going to be there, and I would like to see that. Yeah, and we we actually had Eric Rowan in in the in the office a couple of weeks ago doing a punishment with Tom, and he was saying just how much he wants to go back to WWE. So to see him realize that dream, I would like to see that happen. So yes, I'd like I'm on board with the pitch. That's right, Ross. I remember he came in and he went, you know what? I'd only go back to WWE if the money's right, and they let me have a match with the Fiend, where we're in a cage and there's loads of spiders. And you can hear that interview exclusively on Cultaholic if you think I'm lying. <clears throat> uh, very soon. I'd be up now. True. I don't know. So it's a yeah, it's a big yes for well, it's a one and a half yeses for Matthew there. Uh, I'll take it. Fair enough. Uh, <laughs> Jack, or not just yours? for Matthew, but for the person who kindly sent that pitch in as well. Thank you very much. Um my pitch it's a pitch disguised as a bit of a, a bit of a cheeky plug as well for our payback coverage, right? Because, Matthew, I'll give you an update on what's been going on in the Cultaholic-verse recently, okay? Uh, me and Tom drew at SummerSlam in the predictions contest, so we have to have a tiebreaker. The punishment for SummerSlam was that the winner gets custody of the loser, like the Dominic custody of Dominic ladder match. So, Pachiti oh. lost because he's the worst of predictions and he always loses. He's terrible. Uh, so... He is definitely going to be the child in this scenario. Now me and Tom need to have a predictions contest at Payback to decide who gets custody of Adam Pacitti. So my pitch is that Pacitti just appears in some match 
at uh, at payback because I'll explain why in a second. But what match has got like nothing going for it at the minute? Apollo Cruz has one maybe, just a straight up title defense. Mm. Yeah. I want Adam Pachita to do a run in and lay them both out and stand tall. And it's purely because have you seen the costume, Ross? For what? For the custody of Adam Pachiti. I have not. Is it? What is it? Can you say? The vid- yeah, the video should be up now, the predictions video, and, it, and he, he appears in the predictions video in the costume. He is bought like a... It's not a baby's ad- bonnet, is it? No, it's not. No, it's funny. It's, it's not, not Pacini dust thing. again, is it? A no, it's not Pacini dust again. It's uh, like an Angus Young ACDC adult-sized school oh, uniform. No. All my fantasies have come true <laughs> at one point there. But oh. it's, a, it's like a red, but it's not fully ACDC because it's a red blazer. But he's paired it with a big lollipop and a, a, oh. <laughs> and, a and a baseball cap with a with a helicopter on top, like a propeller on top of it as well. Is and, he living out the fantasy? Actually, <laughs> <laughs> I think he might have met someone and they've just asked him something. <laughs> but um, so he walked in and just in the most pachini way possible, he was like, "Tom, can you set me up, please?" And we just all turned around and he's in this like <laughs> full schoolboy. But the bit that makes it even funnier is that he's six foot four. Because if he was small, it wouldn't be as funny. But because he's so tall, it just looks got to, so funny. I've got to ask about the shorts. Because knowing that man for the last few years, when it comes <laughs> to summer, and he wears shorts, they're always so tight. So he knows, tight. He is from, <laughs> he's from the South, where they wear bloody tight clothes, don't they? Weirdo. Ah, yeah. yeah. So um, are, they, are, they, are they tight school shorts as well? I, I was so taken aback, I didn't get a proper look at it. But the video oh. will be up now. Uh, so if anyone wants to go and check that predictions video out, he does appear during the intro in in his schoolboy attire. It's so good. And then obviously, if if I win, what are you complaining about there, Matthew? I said it was Can so good. And you went, it's a no from me. <laughs> I love ACDC, one of my favourite bands of all time. The band I grew up in listening to heavy metal and rock and classic not rock actually, and all that stuff. It doesn't actually look like Angus Young, really. No, they've said it now. It can't be undone. <laughs> he looks more like a like a private, like an Eton Angus Young, <laughs> like a private. Don't Angus say Young. those words. Okay, no. <laughs> Carry on saying with this, but it's a no. Okay. Um, and I just want him to run in on a match. I want Pachiti somehow to appear at SummerSlam, and just not reference at all. SummerSlam payback. Sorry, payback, and just not reference at all the fact that he's in this school uniform because that's how he walked into the office today, and. Uh, Almost as if like... Wait, no, 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 no. He walked in the office. No, no, sorry. Like he, he got into, off the bus and no, was no, there. No, like, so no, no. Nice. He, walked, he walked into our part of the office. Oh, so he'd okay. been in the other part. It's not like he'd just walked to work <laughs> in the schoolboy outfit. He'd have gotten some funny looks when he went through the big market, I'm certain. Uh, so I just want him to turn up. I, the pitch isn't that in-depth, but I urge everybody to go and check that out. We already know it's a no from Matthew, but Ross, having not seen it, but you, you seem to have a pretty good idea of what it's like. What do you think? It's the tight shorts, Jack. I can't get the tight shorts out of my head. Every summer, it's the tight shorts, the takeover, <laughs> cultaholic. Anyway, uh, yes, because the exposure, it would bring our company. So oh, fully yeah, on board yeah. with that. We've, we've gained so many new thousands of subscribers on YouTube, captivated by Adam in a schoolboy's outfit. Yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> thank, you, thank you very much. I have a thousand new followers and we'll lose 5,000 as a result <laughs> fantastic Matthew, what's your favourite AC, ACDC song ACDC AC, AC oh that's DC. Eton right this is the Adam Pacini no. universe of ACDC we're living in uh, all of them 
No, all well, of them do apart all, from like, one that Pichidi that likes. To be fair, um, they do all. They do all sound anything the same, from Back so, in Black. Yeah. Well, they um, all sound or Highway to Hell. Anything um, from the Bon Scott era is amazing and timeless. So I thought you'd be a Brian fan because he's from a. I mean, of course, of course, but I mean, it's you can't say that Brian's had a more. Okay. Wait, wait. I'm trying to word this. I'm going to bury myself. And um, the Bon Scott did nothing but classics. Brian Johnson has had an amazing run with ACDC, but there are a few duffers that okay. has been there. So that's what I'm trying to say. Fair enough. Uh, mine is probably, oh, TNT's a good one. Mm. Has he gone? I think we've offended him so no. much. Have I gone? Have I gone? Lads? No, I can still Bye. see both Lads? of you. Hello? Oh, well, let okay. him talk to himself. It's all Hello. right. I like <laughs> DC. I like Jackson, they all sound the same. It's criminal. They do all, criminal. Sound, the, they do all sound the same. Oh, no, same, they have the nah. exact same um, match structure. So, mm-hmm. you know, if you like NXT, you'll love ACDC. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Just saying. I remember people were saying That's that the theme, the, tune, boys. the theme tune for Dynamite should have been TNT because it's on TNT as well and it would have been... Do you remember I'm people th- saying that they've had ACDC for SmackDown just to spite AEW oh. so they couldn't use... And I don't know who made that. I don't know what correlation there is there, but I, I don't think that's right. They're just asking if we're ready for a good time. Yeah. And, you know, judging by our reception on the podcast every week to SmackDown... It's not being received well. No. We uh, are sometimes, but not very often. True. The um, Northeast versions, are you ready for a naff time? It's like, aye. <laughs> <laughs> uh, who's turn? Ross. Ross, it's your, it's, third, me. it's your third pitch, please. I need to read this out just to make sure I get it right. I'm going to do a Sam, because when Sam comes on these videos, he, he gets the script out, doesn't he? He's very theatrical. He's, I've just he knocked does. the microphone. Anyway, I'm going I to move point on out, though, I should point out very quickly that I'm sure that about half the time, the, the, wait, is Sam editing this? Because he's going to get cross if I say what I'm going to say. Oh, he's going to shoot on Sam. <laughs> Go on. I was going to say that there, there's been at least two or three occasions, two, I'll say two occasions where Sam has been on a pitches video and has definitely got the catchphrase the wrong way around and starts saying what he thinks is going to happen. And then he tries mm. to, if you know, if you noticed this as well before. Yeah. So Sam, remember, it's what, it's what you want to happen, not what you think will happen. I hope he's not editing this now. Oh, God. <laughs> He's going to be so angry. Uh, Ross, go on. So just to preface this, earlier this week I was just I was in a YouTube wormhole watching some wrestling videos and up cropped a promo package from Dremor the Hacker from a few months ago. Mm. And it was the one where he played a voicemail from a lady who said, where's the quote gone? I've lost it completely. Uh, the lady said, I'll tell you, oh my God, my phone. The lady said, I'll tell you one thing, payback is coming, and it's coming real soon. Now, that was about three months ago, that Ed, on Smackety Down. So the soon part is completely out the window already. But he says payback, and what are we here speaking about right now? We're speaking about payback. So I've put that link together there quite brilliantly because that's a word (laughs) that's been used for an event on Sunday. Anyway... um, the Hacker, through the night on Sunday. This is surrounding the Hacker. The Hacker is coming back. I'm not giving up on the Hacker. They can't just put that to one side and forget about it forevermore. So this Sunday, the Thunderdome, we saw some questionable things on Monday Night Raw that were terrible. And, you know, you're an arsehole. If you did it, you're just ruining the fun for the people who just want to have fun, and you're a prick for doing so. Anyway, throughout the night, eagle-eyed viewers might spot certain squares on the Thunderdome set changing to, like, backstage things. CCTV footage involved and WWE superstars just dotted in around here and there all the way through the night you know you know just you know to catch the eye of the the, what the viewer I'm telling you I worked really hard on this pitch I really did anyway um 
Maybe one square is taken up by some CCTV footage that is revealing Vince McMahon's recent birthday party. Yes, I know all my pictures have surrounded Vince McMahon, but I'm fascinated by Vince McMahon even more after watching the footage of him falling off that thing and making Gronk look like an absolute numpty. That was fantastic, (laughs) wasn't it? Anyway, what was the oh my God about? Are you sick of me already? Is it happening again with the last pictures video? No, no, I'm saying oh my God because that video with Vince jumping off the thing. That's a good save there from me, Joe. Yeah. Anyway, no, it's true. It's the truth. But I realised <laughs> that when I said, I realised as I said it, I looked, I checked that the webcam was still in the right place. So it looks like I've just done a big like, oh my god, look to the audience, <laughs> which is weird. But yeah. Anyway, one of the CCTV footage we just see. It's never referenced. We just see it on the screen behind the ring uh, on the hard cam, opposite the hard cam side, is uh, from Vince McMahon's birthday party where the hacker was a fly on the wall and we see every single trope you would expect from a Vince McMahon birthday party. We see the weights, we see the protein shakes, the protein bars, the cocaine, the strippers, everything. Everything is revealed from this this little thing in the back of the shot there from Vince McMahon's birthday party. Triple H is there recreating his little Katie Vick thing but with some inanimate object instead of a a, 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 a doll thing that Katie Vick was played by. It's all, it's all very dark. Played it's by. all so, it's all <laughs> so, it's all so dark. Uh-huh. Vince McMahon then clocks this happening and he comes out to confront the hacker. Uh, he, he's claiming this is doctored footage by God. This is not real. This is not real. This, that and the other. And then in the Thunderdome rises from behind the LED board things, one Pat McAfee. Oh, Pat McAfee. Pat McAfee is revealed to be the hacker. And I don't know where this came from, to be honest with you, lads. But Pat McAfee, when he sits there on his podcast and the setup and he's got the stuff behind him and the brand he speaks about and he's how he's a millionaire in several different sectors. Pat McAfee, or Pat McAfee, I keep saying it wrong. I'm sorry, everybody. Pat McAfee is the hacker. It's just a shoe that fits, in my opinion. So I'm going for it. And he was fantastic at takeover. And he's been saying the Triple H has sort of gone quiet. I don't know if it's real or not. It's probably not. He's a wrestler now. Uh, Triple H has gone quiet in terms of what his in-ring future holds in NXT. So he's going to shaft Triple H to one side. He's going for the big dog himself. He's going for Vince McMahon. He's revealing stuff about Vince McMahon. And that's how he gets himself a job on the WWE, you know, the main roster, not NXT. I, I tell you, this pitches video was the hardest pitches video to come up with some things, and I think that point there has just proven it Wait, with Pat McAfee like being revealed as the hacker. <laughs> I like it. At the end of that pitch, you've immediately started giving, like, giving excuses. Well, you know, <laughs> lads, just, it was a hard, it was a hard pitches yeah. video. Honest to God, I was up and out of bed and working from home at half past eight this morning thinking, right, I'll get my podcast notes done, I'll get my pitches done. Then at 11 a.m., me and Adam were going to shoot a tier video. It came to about half past ten and I was like, Adam, I don't think I'm going to make this tier video. I'm sat here trying to think of me pitches. And that's what I came up with. I've got full transparency. It's crap. I don't care if you say no. But we're here to create some content. And that's what we've done. Pat McAfee, oh. after spilling the beans on Vince McMahon's recent birthday party, is the hacker. Yes, for me. You've gone through so much effort. I can't, <laughs> I can't have a heart to say no. <laughs> <laughs> it was just such an impassioned... <laughs> <laughs> you know when like this is the when, last pitches video ever <laughs> you know when we're, we're both we've in fact all three of us have done it we're all i think can be classed as writers we've all done a bit of writing in our time you know when you've done a bit of writing you know when you've done a bit of writing it just comes easy on that day you can just you're writing your ass off it's fine 
But you know when you've hit writer's block and you've still got to force something through before a deadline and you finish it and it's like you've chiseled something out of rock and you feel like a physical effort. That's how it seemed there, that pitch from you there. Not a one that came naturally, but one that you've really tangled with for some hours now to get to get oh it took at least two hours to come up with that one pitch I was sat there racking me brains girlfriend was sat in the background watching Drag Race which wasn't helping things if you want to concentrate RuPaul's Drag Race is the last thing you want on television but I what a nightmare today has been anyway what do you think Matthew oh. <laughs> I once had a job for what's going on now I once had a job <laughs> wait a minute the only interview for Argos where part of the job interview process was they had they picked up something out of the uh, now dead catalogue and went, all right, cool. Uh, I believe it was a shredder. And they were like, sell this. Sell this shredder to someone who wants a shredder. What are the benefits are? And I think the harder the thing was, the more likely they were to hire you. They didn't hire me. Ross doing that speech would not have only got him a job at Argos, they would have made him assistant manager because <laughs> I think it's very likely that Ross went, what am I supposed to write about? I'm a creative writer. There's nothing creative about this pay-per-view. There's sod all going on. What am I going to do? And his last pause Netflix and went, just write down two completely separate things and sell them. <laughs> and Ross, it's a horrible idea, but you did manage, again, low-hanging fruit is not the fruit for you, sir. You managed to have Pat McAvee and the hacker and not do a McAfee antivirus joke. So <laughs> yeah. oh, I'm giving it a I've thumbs up. Again. <laughs> yeah, I'm giving it a thumbs up. But this is this is you in a in a nutshell. Um you are able to sell fridges to Eskimos. It's a crap idea, but I'm giving you a thumbs up anyway. <laughs> That's me in a nutshell, missing the obvious gag every single time. Yeah. But I'm more shocked that Arcos make you do the old WWE promo thing when they're hiring you. Potentially, as a you yeah. know, when Renee Young had to cut one on a on a on a broom or something many years ago, I'm shocked that Argos do that. This is a while ago, and it was just like I was like, "This shredder can shred anything. It can shred." Now let me baby. tell you something, brother. <laughs> Hi, I'm Doctor Hendricks here. This shredder can shred your dreams in three seconds flat. And I, like, oh Christ. <laughs> so yes, well done, Ross. Thank you. Let's move on and forget about that pitch forevermore, yeah, Matthew. I'm spending more effort on payback by the way, than the writers of WWE are, even with that <laughs> lovely thing here, my my stolen from Twitter one. Here's my attempt. Retribution has shown wrecking havoc backstage at Payback. You know, and they're doing what Retribution do. They're not carrying our tables, they're putting plastic bottles in the bin rather than the recycling, hurting the environment. And they're on the mildest of rampages. They're on a, a corner of rampage, if you will. <laughs> before they go, right, let's head back to town and get a bottle of white lightning to share amongst us. And they're like, where's the exit of this building? I haven't been here before. And they go through the door that they think is the exit to the arena and said it's actually the one for Raw Underground. Oh. They open the big door there and they're like, we're here, we're here, we're going to... Uh-oh. So Ivar, Ziggler, Ruiz, that one really tall guy, Malcolm Bivens, are there. They all stop <laughs> what they're doing. They're all about to get it on and then they all see them look at each other and then they charge they bum rush them and they tear them apart like happy shopper toilet paper retribution are never seen again uh raw underground go back to sparring no one ever mentions retribution it's never a thing again until months later wade barrett is talking on a match it's like drake maverick versus somebody on nxt and wade barrett happens and goes yeah you know by the way i was going to be the leader of what I called the new, new, new Nexus. 
But after they all got killed the week I returned, I decided not to say anything and collect a paycheck. <laughs> that's retribution. That is it. It seems very weird to have this bloody angle going on where not only are they bloody crap, there's no agenda, there's nothing. It's just people going, woo, rampage. And I guess we're supposed to imagine the rampage. Along with the hacker storyline, the two uh, storylines that are going to collide at some point or they're going to merge or they're going to trip over each other. And I think they should just be written off and never talked about again just so we can have Ross's pitch of Pat McAfee, Internet Warrior. <laughs> yeah, I mean... It's another. It's another yes, isn't it? He's done it again. Uh, you've kept it. You've basically what's happened here is you've got the central idea of killing off retribution, and you've just found a way to do it. And I think that I can't really give it any more thought than that. It's just a yes from me because that's a good idea, Ross. Yeah, I want retribution gone. My way was significantly worse than that way, Matthew. So it's a full-on yes from me. <laughs> Oh, wait, no, wait. And then a giant spider <laughs> eats the remit. No, no, I'll leave that. I'll do that next time we do this for Judgment Day two weeks from now. What no is the next Jack pay-per-view? Anyone oh, know? No. I'll check while Jack gives us his last pitch. My last pitch is because, obviously, there's not that many matches announced. And I feel like, apart from the, the main event, the Universal title match, are any of them SmackDown matches? I guess the women's tag titles are multi-brand. But I think it's mainly Raw so far, isn't it? Because we've had Raw this week and not SmackDown at the time of recording anyway. Um, so I've just come up with a new SmackDown match. I was trying to think of which new SmackDown match to have on the show. At first, I was trying to th- I was trying to do like AJ Styles versus the Monster Abyss because Joseph Park's there. AJ's been bullying him a little bit. He just comes out at Payback dressed as Abyss and just black hole slams. They can probably have a class match because they've been they've probably known each other for like years and years in in impact in tna so that was my original pitch but it was just too sensible so instead jimba the legends battle royal at wrestlemania was it x7 yep yes just have like a smackdown legends battle royal to decide who's the champion of the king of smackdown or whatever um and i was thinking like oh I know, just it's a fantastic idea. I was just fantasizing about who could be in this battle royale. Well, that's Iron what I'm and thinking. Reich. Yes, that's exactly. That's, you've got it. You've got it exactly. Simon like, Dean. The end of- yes. Yeah. And obviously, like some lesser names like Batista and Undertaker and stuff. But uh, mainly the joke. Mainly the MVP uh, can move over from Kenzo Suzuki. Yeah. Was Jimmy Wang Yang SmackDown? Jimmy Wang Yang was SmackDown. I. Jimmy the Wang Jim Yang. Jimmy and I. Funa, Funaki. The dicks. The dicks. Funaki. Eric Escobar. <laughs> hey, Vanson. Mm, is Kazani. he alive? Mordecai. Did you just say Mordecai, Matthew? <laughs> I said Kazani. Oh, Mordecai, Kazani. Uh, but oh. I think the winner. Now we've, I'm glad. It's, I'm glad we're already on board with it. You've picked, we've, the pitch has gone better than I could have possibly imagined when I thought of this. <laughs> so the ultimate winner has to, of course, because in fact, because it's for the King of SmackDown, Corbin stands tall at the end. You think Corbin's won, everyone's booing, and here comes from under the ring, you think he's been eliminated, holler, holler, player, player, Teddy Long, eliminates Corbin and is the hero of of everyone. Because I love Teddy Long. How does Teddy Long eliminate King Corbin? Little frail old Teddy Long, how does he get big, massive, tattooed Baron Corbin Uh, over the top rope? he, He gets distracted by... Singles run rude warrior animal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh yeah, that's there you go. That's um I think it's gonna be I don't want to sound too arrogant, but it sounds like it's gone down really well, actually. 
it, it's a thumbs up from me and Tatanka's heel run. <laughs> it's a, it should be the main event, if not the maybe the semi main event at absolute worst. I think mm. the 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 women's tag match might be the the only more monumental match on the card so far. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm delighted that it's. What a way to end the pitches video. We just all seem to be on the same page instantly. That was that was my favorite pitch I've ever done. Fant- even better than the one that got on the squared circle. That I felt really cool. Which one was that? It was about a pre-show match. Ray and Andrade was on the pre-show, and I was like, they should just wrestle past the pre-show, and they start the main show with that match in progress. And uh, and then I got on squared circle, and for a, for a day or two, I felt really internet and cool. But then, you know, I'm not, I realize I'm not. Uh, but no, yes, it's a it's we've ended on a high. It's a yes, a double yes for me. And I haven't got any more thoughts. Does anyone are you looking forward to payback? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what to say about it. As we're sat here now, Jack, it's a thing that's happening, and we're going to do some work on it. And that's all I've got to say. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm just a robot at this point that watches wrestling and thinks of funny videos to put over them. That's it. Marvelous. Well. Thanks, guys, for joining me uh, in this nine pitches video. It's been, a, uh, against all odds, I think it's been all right, considering we had very little to work with. Uh, if not for the for the passion of Ross's uh, pitch about Pat McAfee, that was fantastic. Thank you um, very much. Everything Ross has done, everything Ross has done is, is equal to Jack trying to sell us on the idea of Kerwin White main event. <laughs> um, and all the Mexicals as well. Uh Thanks to you, everyone, as well at home for watching. Leave your thoughts on these pictures. Leave some, leave some pictures of your own Actually, in the please, comments yeah, section yeah. down don't below. Don't leave your thoughts. <laughs> don't, yeah, don't leave your thoughts, but leave some of your own. Just uh, know we're all very, very sorry. Yeah, we are, as always. Uh, and uh, look out for our payback coverage. Uh, me and Tom are doing a predictions contest for custody of schoolboy Adam Pacitti. The loser has to keep him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and there's going to be a live stream as well for Payback on Sunday night. And I think Pachiti's doing that. And also, we'll have like what happened at and graded and all that sort of good stuff. And are you doing a WTF for it, Ross? Yes, I am. There'll be a WTF for it as well. Even uh, though Matthew... it's a bank holiday. Look at the, look at the, look at the dedication of the Cultaholic staff. Even though it's a bank holiday. Bloody know. hell. Uh, Matthew, anything to plug of your own? Nah. Right. Uh... <laughs> I'm, too busy. I'm too busy watching wrestling to do anything. <laughs> Well, thanks very much again once thanks very much again once again everyone. I've I've came so far without flubbing anything and now I have. Cheers. See you later. Bye-bye. <laughs> Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. 
for all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes. Search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Cultaholic.